We gotta get this fucking vaccine. Hello, everyone, to the 248th episode of the Quarantine Cast, recorded on March 23rd, 2021. I don't have a bit. I don't have an opening bit. Does uh, anyone have anything? I don't have an opening bit, but, like, can I just say that, thank God, Deshaun Watson is finally being picked up by, like, media? <laughs> <laughs> it feels like the world has finally been, like, Yeah, it's been, like, a solid shit. week. Yeah, almost like 20 allegations. It's been 24 like, allegations, mm-hmm, 14 lawsuits filed. And these are all within like the last year. Like, uh, yeah. So you it's, know it's there's like, more. Yeah, it's not like, oh, and they range all the way from his, you know, days at Clemson to, you know, up to a couple weeks ago. Like, no, it's all very recent. I, you know, there's top- people in Clemson that are absolutely reaching out to mm-hmm. Busby right now. Like, it's wild. Front page of Google when you search Deshaun Watson, Houston, Texas QB Deshaun Watson called serial predator in lawsuit number 14. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And he it sounds like, like it. it's clear. Yeah. He's got an MO. Yeah. If you read the lawsuits, it's very obvious like how what how he works and how, how he plays this game. And everyone's just like, oh, he's so rich and hot. Why isn't he just... Like, oh, he could just get a, a hooker or whatever, like, misogynist term they use. And it's just like, that's not what it's about. You're, like, completely yeah. misunderstanding yes. what it is for these people. Like, Yeah. No, like, serial rapists and predators don't just be like, man, I really wish I could come right now. Yeah. If only there was some way for me to do that. Like, no, they they have other things that they want. And they exactly. have ways of getting them. It's all about power. I read some of the lawsuits and it's kind of creepy because mm-hmm. um, sometimes they spent like there's other players that then would have like reached out to the masseuses to be like, hey, Deshaun Watson recommended me to like oh. talk to you. And like it might have been legit, like maybe they literally just wanted a massage, but like it, right. it's obvious that he literally doesn't understand <laughs> the implications of what he's doing. Like he thinks that this behavior is fine. And that he can just recommend other yeah. people. To yeah, he's telling people he... about this shit. Like... Yeah. Well, you don't know what he's saying, exactly. Right, right, but right, at right. the very least, he doesn't understand the implications that, like, these people want nothing to do with you. You sexually assaulted them. Like, yeah. But now he's... And he, he does not understand that. Unless... Unless he thinks giving them more work is somehow making up for, I, I don't, I don't fucking know, man. This is Who knows, and he's been eerily silent this whole time. Yeah, I don't even know if he's said that these aren't like has come out with like a statement to say. Right, that, like, no. he he did make a statement after the very first one, and it was ah. it was like a uh, you know a screenshot of a notes app type thing, and it was basically saying like. Oh, you know, don't you guys think it's a little weird that they're asking for so much money? I'm looking forward to clearing my name. And then there's been over 20 other allegations since then. He hasn't said anything. Yeah. Well, it reminds you of the Dave Chappelle bit, right? Where he's he's just like, oh, they're trying to tarnish the reputation of Dr. Cosby and like everything that he stood for. Like there's been 34 allegations. He probably only raped 11 of those women. Like, (laughs) 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 you know. It's 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 literally what it is. Like, can you really sit there and say that without any doubt, twenty four different people have come forward, like spelling out a pattern of abuse that is eerily like 
just 100% in line with like an MO. Uh, yeah. Come on, guys. So, yeah, I hope he's never going to play again in the NFL. We'll see. Mm. We will definitely see. I, I mean, in the past, it's definitely always been more one-off incidents uh, that have been like people return to play. I don't, I don't know that we've had a serial predator right. uh, if in it's one, sense if, that's returned. If it's one person, you can pay that person off. You can settle you know out of court and you know have them sign something so they'll never bring it up again and you just kind of let it die after a while and then your career is fine yeah you don't have enough money to pay off all these women Mm. i mean that also seemingly happens organically i remember some stuff came out about peyton manning being a dick to at least one woman in college and then that just kind of went away Maybe there was something behind the scenes there, but I, yeah. And it kind of sucks that that's where we're at as a society that, like, <laughs> this man sexually assaulted potentially dozens of women, and we're like, all right, if he doesn't play in the NFL anymore, that's a win. Like, well, no, no criminal charges have been brought against him. So, like, yeah, yeah that is a win. That's all we can <laughs> hope for. They haven't mm. filed police reports. One of the claims, I think maybe the most recent one, was literally like a month ago. Like hmm. these are the, a lot of these happened recently, and and rather than go to the police, they're filing in civil court. So it's like, yeah, all you can hope for basically is that yeah. his livelihood is taken away. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, fuck. What can you do? It's a it's a mad, 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 mad world. What's wild is like, uh, I think the first allegation came out the day before, one day before any trade that he would have made would have become official. So like there's, there is a non zero chance that a team would have been like, yeah, it's just one allegation and like finalize the trade and then (laughs) potentially have him become completely worthless and never play again. So, so that's wild. But he is still currently the Houston Texans QB, but he's not going anywhere. Whether or not he plays is is up for debate. No team is going to trade for him at this point. Okay. Like, yeah, I because I've I've seen reports. You know, people like Tom Pelissario and uh, Steve Garoppolo. Is it Steve Garoppolo? I I, I forget his first name. Um, mm-hmm. but like they're saying like yesterday that the belief around the league is that he'll still get traded. That's what but, I'm telling you. Is it feels yeah. like now finally the mainstream media is like in on it and like all right mm-hmm. let's let's start reporting on this because yeah it felt like it was just like a twitter thing and everyone on twitter was like no oh, man just money chasing sluts and it's just like oh, 20 22 money chasing now 24 like and it's come on, it's guys. gotten to the point where even the people who you know may have said at the beginning like ah oh, this is just you know the texas the texans organization trying to like you know, hold something over him so that he doesn't leave. Like, it's not going to work out for them because now he has zero trade value, so they can't mm. get rid of him, and they can't really keep him as the face of the franchise. <laughs> I, so and I maintain that, everybody like... Everybody loses. No, and I... Yeah, yeah I maintain that the Texans that, absolutely could have just been like, well, it's beyond saving. Let's now yeah. unleash yeah. the fury that we have on him. Like, they, they very well might have said, like, hey, Deshaun, we have this whole ass book on you play for us or this goes to the media. And he said, yeah. like, no, I'm never playing for you again. Like, well, 
then you're never playing for anybody again. Yeah, we're going to take I... you down. <laughs> and that wouldn't shock me, especially with the way that Cal McNair and Easterby are running the Texans. Yeah, like, right. No, they, I, we're holier than it. thou. Like, yeah, they yeah, don't. They don't care that they lose a few mm-hmm. first round draft picks that they would have gotten in a trade because. They're the moral crusaders, even though, ironically, they, in this scenario, well, they're black. They clearly don't to... care about running a football team. Yeah. Know, like the the right. way that they've operated, you know, especially this offseason, shows that they have no interest in trying to be a good football team now. They, But, yeah, on top of that, yeah, like they're they're mafia members, basically. <laughs> like they, exactly. These, these are bad people who are just happen to be surrounded by other bad people. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. They can both be wrong and they can both deserve whatever is coming to them. I don't know if I would say the Texans are the worst franchise in the NFL right now, but they definitely had the biggest skydive and re- uh, nosedive in recent memory, right? Yeah. The, the way they've fallen they might be the just worst. in the last Ooh. year, it's they. I, I think they are now the worst, but yeah. like the way that they fell from being like a playoff you know we, borderline super bowl contending team beating beating to, the kansas city chiefs mm-hmm. two years ago in the afc divisional round by what 21 points to where they are now like just literally what staring down the barrel of a 2 and 14 season with Tarod taylor as their starting quarterback and no one left and no, no first round picks because they traded yeah. everything to the Dolphins, and now the Dolphins have their top five first round <laughs> pick and second round pick. Three or four years ago, we were talking about like this might be an all Texas Super Bowl year. This might happen. This, here we go. No, I, fuck. Yeah, no, it's it it is insane how far they have fallen, how fast they have fallen. But and and it's yeah. it's almost like. Those couple years of them being solid because Deshaun Watson was playing so well is a bit of a fluke. The Texans are not a very old team. They're less than 30 years old. And they had been bad, (laughs) very, very bad, until they drafted Deshaun Watson. And then they were solid, and then they were pretty good, and now they are god-awful dog shit again. Ryan, you're doing the bobble. They were were bad because they literally had a third string quarterback as their starter. Like, <laughs> yeah, they, they, they were 100% that team that you were like, damn, if they get a quarterback, they're on they're the Washington, the current Washington football team is where the Texans were before they drafted Deshaun Watson, like mm. a, a really good, well put together team missing maybe one or two pieces. But in the grand scheme of things, if they had a quarterback is a Super Bowl contender, and then they drafted a quarterback. And now here they are. With all of those pieces that made them a good team, missing just a quarterback, J.J. Watt, DeAndre Hopkins, like I mean, Will Fuller, even like you name them, uh, now being gone, and now them looking like they might also be minus that quarterback. Uh, yeah, they they might be the worst team in the NFL this coming year. Yeah, they're they're which going was to one have, year. They're going to have probably eight or nine of their starters on both sides of the ball, you know, out of 11 starters on both sides of the ball are going to be made out of guys who would just be strictly special teams players on any (laughs) other football team. It's fucking crazy. They signed almost 30 guys this off season and nobody had heard of any of them. It's like the Jaguars from last year where it was just like, who the hell is this? Like Andy, Andy Van Ginkle, God bless him. Like Badger legend. But like, 
That dude should not be starting an <laughs> NFL football team. That dude is, yeah, barely a ro- like he barely makes the roster on most teams, and he was the starter on the Jags. Like they're basically in that scenario all over again, and it is wild. So, hmm. yeah, I don't know. I just feel like I saw like Waypo and like a couple oh, yeah. other sources finally reporting on it and yeah i think it might be because of the like serial predator language that's finally starting to be thrown around that people are like oh shit this isn't just an allegation this is obvious this is a uh, this is a bill cosby situation yeah Mm -hmm. that granted it doesn't no actually no i've read some of the lawsuits and yeah 100 percent like (laughs) full-blown so uh that headline i read uh was from espn and say what you will about espn but they're definitely more hesitant to run any stories that makes uh prominent people in the organizations that they're partnered with uh look bad so the fact that they're now out there saying yep this is a thing that's happening kind of yeah that we we are through the looking glass on this one yeah we're past the conspiracy theories of busby running a billboard that says cal mcnair is my neighbor we are (laughs) we are into (laughs) some shit these are so. these are basically facts. Details will come, but yeah, you you can tell the general outline of what's happening here. And 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 like props to Busby for the way he's handled the whole thing with like rolling it out slowly, obviously thoroughly vetting every single person that comes forward because all it takes is one or two uh, false accusations to really start to hurt the veracity of the claims. Uh, and yeah, like just dominating the fucking press cycle. <laughs> like when 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 it's every single time you open up the news app, you get a new accuser. That's a, a powerful way to stay in people's minds versus just dropping twenty allegations all at once. So yeah, hope that these women get some sort of recompense for the shit that they've gone through and. Uh, Hope Deshaun Watson doesn't play another down in the NFL. And who knows, maybe there will be some criminal stuff brought up against him because obviously it uh, it deserves it. Fingers crossed. Um, oh, on a lighter crossed. note, Ryan, how was season two, episode 17, arguably episode 16 of Jimmy Neutron, Men 15. at Work? 15. Oh, it's boy. Uh, 15 on Paramount+. Plus. Oh, um, the plot thickens. It was it was fun. I really liked it. Like I, I had a lot of nostalgia that I've I've definitely never watched Jimmy Neutron since I was a kid. Uh-huh. Whereas like for SpongeBob and like Fairly Odd Parents and Drake and Josh and all that, I've done the nostalgia runs on those shows already, so they don't quite have the same impact. Fucking Jimmy Neutron had some gold, like <laughs> that I was like, damn, I one hundred percent do feel yeah like a strong sense of like this is some good shit hugh neutron is a straight up man like <laughs> he just he just what? steals the show i forgot the crux of that episode is that uh hugh likes taco shack so much that he inspires the the computer that runs the restaurant that jimmy neutron made to destroy taco shack like <laughs> He loves it so much, and the computer, which, by the way, is just a HAL 9000 reference from 2001, A Space Odyssey, um, is, like, self-correcting the problem 
So everyone loves it and is like, oh my God, this restaurant's perfect. It like meets my every need. And then there's Hugh Neutron playing the Taco Shack theme song on a ukulele. <laughs> Just like <laughs> hyping up Taco Shack and being like, I don't want to be at McSpanky's. I want to go to Taco Shack. <laughs> Which drops the satisfaction and then like the, the the restaurant starts flying off to destroy Taco Shack and then keeps going to other restaurants and everything to destroy all the competition so that no one can be dissatisfied with McSpanky's. It's pretty fucking gold. Pretty <laughs> is, fucking gold. Is uh is Jimmy Neutron as much of a prick in that episode as we remember him being? He's pretty hapless. Like he's not as much of a prick because he's just completely socially inept and unable okay. to cope with this environment. My biggest thing is like so the motivation for the reason why they had to get jobs is because they made he made hover hats which run on gold uh <laughs> which um uh let's see carl's gold was his mother's necklace sheen's gold was his grandmother's gold tooth and it was her only tooth is the joke um and then jimmy's gold is the gold that they have buried in their backyard for in case uh his dad gives away all their money to a telemarketing scam again <laughs> 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 So, and then they, they like, run out of gold because Sheen kicks a beehive or something like that. Um, and then, like, they have to get the gold back. And in order to get gold, Jimmy would have to make a bunch of inventions, which costs money. Which then doesn't make any sense because he ends up inventing a perfect computer at the fast food restaurant. So, where do you get the money for right. that? If he, You could sell that for billions of dollars or something. Um, so, but, yeah. So, they have to get a job. And uh, they they do like a mini montage of like, oh, these are all of our perfect jobs. And Jimmy's is nuclear physicist and Carl and Sheen are like, mm. and it's just like, hold on. <laughs> Carl and Sheen don't have to get jobs if Jimmy works as a nuclear physicist. <laughs> like, you don't need three minimum wage jobs. Jimmy Neutron could just work as a nuclear physicist for a few months. You don't need to have multiple people running a job. But, but so anyway, and then like I think Carl's was a belly dancer where it was like Carl was like, ooh, we'll all be a belly dancer. And like Jimmy and Sheen are like, mm. and then Nick Spanky's is the one that they settle on. And yeah, he's just completely unable to. And it's funny because, yeah, from the beginning, Skeet is like, I know I'm McSpanky's man when I see one. And uh you're just you're just not it. Like, and he's right. <laughs> like they keep making Skeet like the the underhand of like, oh, he's just a big dumb idiot. But like he's totally right. Jimmy is overqualified for this job and will not be able to function properly within the environment. Like I'm getting Skeet nailed it. Big, big gifted and talented kid goes out in the real world yeah. vibes from this episode. <laughs> seriously and like skeet one employee of the month and shit like he he is dumb but he is perfectly suited for this job and like yeah. seems to be a decent manager like when sheen and carl are like kind of nailing it on like sheen being like give me a give me a half cow on a smoothie surfboard uh, 10 10 12 you know and make it swim or something like that like <laughs> they're they're kind of like nailing the lingo back and forth and like skeet's like good job guys like you you seem to have really taken to this really well and like i'm proud of how far you've come and it's just like he's giving positive reinforcement to employees and like, yeah. 
And he had said, like, basically, I don't think you're cut out for it, but, like, we'll start you on the register and see how it goes. Like, he even gave him a chance and then was like, all right, like, the register's not for you because you're doing all this shit in your head, which you're not supposed to do. Like, yeah. we, once again, we need you to input this stuff. <laughs> and then, yeah, the whole salt thing, like, that doesn't work for you either. Like, we'll just put you in the costume and have you do that. Like, what was it also at the register? He made up his own shitty jingle. Like, it was like, Big McThankies from McSpankies. And he was just like, yeah, I thought that was trite. I came up with my own. And it was like some bullshit, like, really long one. And it was like, yeah, no, the McSpankies from McSpankies comes down from corporate. I don't have a choice. (laughs) And, like, I say it with a smile on my face because I'm a good employee. And you fucking try to, like, subvert it with your own stupid saying that no one's going to understand and is probably going to put a lot of people off. Like, I don't know. Rewatching it now, I am a little bit like, yeah, no, Skeet was in the right. Skeet did nothing wrong. (laughs) He didn't do anything wrong. And, and... When Jimmy made this awesome, crazy computer that no one understood and it became the hottest thing in town, Skeet was like, I got to hand it to you, dude. Like, I I didn't think that, like, you were cut out for this, but you know what? Like, you've done a really good job. Like, and once again, like, ate crow and wasn't, like, shitty and, like, oh, well, I don't know about this machine. And Skeet's like, just a nice fucking guy. Yeah. He wasn't being an antagonistic force at all. Like, he totally was like, dude, you know what? Like, I, I, I didn't really trust you at first but you've really come a long way and this place is like really shaping up like congrats man (laughs) and that's not easy to do like most managers would be like did you get approval to do this like no we need to take all this down this is not a good idea at all like someone's gonna yell at me so i don't know Uh, It, it it was a fun watch Hashtag uncancel skeet. The real villain of Jimmy Neutron is capitalism. Yeah. Also, the end of the episode, they introduce these aliens randomly, like right towards the very end. Okay. And they're just like, whoa, like they're floating around in space. And they're like, if only we had a craft suitable for our travel or something like that. And then the the way that Jimmy solves it is that he adjusts Goddard's taste buds so that like he craves a burger that is 20,000 degrees or something. So then he, the burger joint has to fly off to the sun in order to, like, fulfill the order. Uh, and then he goes by the aliens or whatever and, like, burns up. But then, like, somehow survives, I guess, but is, like, fucked up so it doesn't fly yeah. anymore. And the aliens take it over. And then the aliens are like, well, yes, this craft is pretty great. We must, like, look for the owner of whoever designed this craft. And they find the employee of the month picture. And they're like... Ha ha ha, we're gonna get this guy. Like he's so smart, he's a genius, and it's skeet, and it's just like, but yeah. you're really like railing on this guy. But you're adults. Like I know adults wrote this show. <laughs> and I don't know how as an adult you can at least a little bit be like, yeah, no, Skeet is in the right here. Jimmy's kind of shit. Kind of like how like when you watch SpongeBob now, you can't help but feel for Squidward a lot of the time. Uh-huh. <laughs> and just be like, the dude's trying to live his life and like these annoying childish neighbors keep literally ruining his life right uh so yeah i i i don't know how they didn't at least a little bit get the tongue-in-cheek of like yeah our our protagonist is 100 percent in the wrong here so i don't know i recommend it it's a good show i'm sure it has like a golden episode that's considered like one of the best kind of like band geeks with spongebob or Mm -hmm. anything like that or the 
I don't know, the Treehouse episode of Drake and Josh. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Fuck. There's plenty of... I, I kind of want to watch... I want to watch Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide. That might be my next trip down memory lane. I Go for it. I feel like that one might be more twee, I think, than, like, what you would like from a rewatch, but, I don't know, let us know. Wait, twee? What's twee? Twee, kind of like... <sighs> Cutesy isn't quite the right word, but, like, oh, look at these kids doing shenanigans. Fair. Yeah. Maybe. And with that... We do a clap sync and move on to the wacky post roll. Atheist day. <laughs> what? It's just so cringe. <laughs> yeah. Atheist well, I. Day. What, okay, what? so Mario Day, not a thing. Atheist Day, get right on in there. Oh, yeah, who's the quote? Is it an atheist? Uh, <laughs> no, Stephen, Stephen R. R. Covey again. Covey, whatever. Yeah, he might be an atheist. Yeah. Stephen R. Covey, religion. Covey was a Mormon. Ah! He denied oh any Mormon bias, saying he drew inspiration from the scriptures and from history's great thinkers. There you go. Okay. He also is so, dead. Yeah. But yeah, like full-blown Mormon until he died. So, okay, I just followed the Atheist Day link on time.is, and that took me to atheistrepublic.com. And on there, they have a link for Atheists for Liberty, which advertises free speech, free thinking, freedom for all, Americans who care about enlightenment values, independents, conservatives, libertarians, traditional liberals, centrists. Are they missing socialists? (laughs) I think. No, they, they they got skeptics in there, too. They're intentionally leaving out socialists. Yeah, or democratic socialists. But Mm. I feel like that's going to be a majority of atheists. I feel like uh, time.is might have an agenda. I don't like it. Atheist allies. (laughs) (sighs) They start their declaration, we atheist and atheist allies hereby declare... Atheist allies. I'm a Christian, but my friend is an atheist, and I'm a big ally to them. <laughs> I stand with these atheists. What the fuck? This is the cringiest thing of all time. Is it... Was it just YouTubers who kind of ruined atheism, or was that a, a simmering pot that was always going to kind of boil over? So, like, ruined atheists... Atheism is like a personal thing. Like it is right. a personal like de- declaration that like you know what I just don't believe in a higher power. When you start organizing around that it's mm-hmm. very like yeah. aren't you just replacing 
religion like... yeah the the south park episodes about atheism are cringy because south park is cringy a lot of the time but they do kind of <laughs> nail it yeah that a lot of people that go out there and just make a point of everyone knowing like i'm an atheist and i'm better than you because of that here are all my atheist friends that have banded yeah. together to it's every bit as cringy one. as yeah. right. exactly. evangelical christians that are just like holier than thou like turn up your nose at anyone who thinks any differently it's just as bad yeah the the atheists that are out there they're like debate me bro debate me bro i'll (laughs) prove to you god doesn't exist it's like it's the fucking what the hell are you doing man it's uh yeah it's the same it's definitely cringe that being said, I do find a lot of joy in the uh, Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster, all the, <laughs> which definitely has some of those <laughs> tenets to it. But it's perfectly yeah. tongue in cheek, you know. It's not right, like right. it's, it's not they don't take themselves seriously, seriously, which is the point of it. There are definitely people who do take it seriously, though, that are like, "I'm a member of the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster because me and all my atheist allies are <laughs> trying to show up the church." I'll convert the atheist you. human <laughs> alliance. Yeah. <laughs> what we should call our name. Which one were the otters? <laughs> I think the AAA Allied Atheist Alliance. Allied Atheist Alliance. Yeah. There you go. Wait. Then there was like the UAA, like the United <laughs> Alliance of Atheists. <laughs> the great question, which was, <laughs> what should we call ourselves? The United Atheist Alliance, the Unified Atheist League, and the Allied Atheist Alliance. And the Otters were the Allied Atheist <laughs> Alliance. <laughs> oh, man. So, like, now that... <laughs> this is the dawning of the sea otter. Know this time, child. I shall smash your skull like a clam on my tummy. <laughs> it's pretty good. Um... Now, now that animals have entered the Stone Age, like various animals use yep. stone tools and pass that knowledge on to their children, like what, what, who's your money on the number, like the second sentient race <laughs> or sentient animal? Ooh. I mean, I feel, I feel like apes definitely have a head start on everyone. Ooh, lame. I, like I know that it's the boring answer, but it's definitely Ooh. the most realistic, right? raccoons baby <laughs> i think the smart money's on raccoons <laughs> they kind of they got those fucking thumbs it's definitely not the hands. smart money you can put money on raccoons and be like you know what? there's an outside chance they might beat out the gorillas and the chimpanzees and shit but i really don't think they're gonna be ahead of the game like i you can say they're on their way but uh, andrew you're right and that apes are probably the safe money ryan raccoons outside favorite absolutely totally left field just because i think this would be an interesting society uh octopi octopuses yeah it's it's good money but octopuses just don't live long enough no that is the really do they have the limitation of octopuses is yeah they they live five to ten years and it's just that lifespan isn't quite enough and that's why like the yeah apes obviously become the like the the long life, but good old raccoons. I think they can, they can live to be more like 20 years, if I'm not mistaken. 
And I know even if this could happen for Octopi, which it can't because of the lifespan thing and evolution doesn't work like that, I'd want to see what that developed society looks like where, yeah, most of these octopus people, relatively same size, then some of them are just 30 feet tall. Like, same... same squid? <laughs> I don't know that squid are octopuses. Oh, fine. Fair. There are definitely big octopuses and small octopuses, but I bet you that there's only yeah. certain species that have learned the use of tools and everything like that, so... Oh. Yeah. It would be depressing, though. Imagine if your friend was an octopus and, like, a sentient creature as smart as us, and then... Like, you would meet them, be like, hey, cool, like, this is a fun friend for me. And, like, you know, what if they're, like, five years old already and it's, like, they can die any day. Like, my friend that, like, we hang out together. Like, it'd be fucking brutal, man. So, uh, it's, like, is Dr. Octopus offensive to you guys? Or, (laughs) like, is that old enough where it's kind of, like, you know, a different culture? Like, there was a whole thing going on that all right we're rambling we're rambling thank you all so much for listening to the 248th episode of the quarantine cast if you like what you heard like comment subscribe etc check us out on instagram and youtube for highlight clips uh act blue link in the description down below if you'd like to help a collection of great causes also check us out on patreon if you want to support us join any of those great tiers uh, volunteer viewing at gmail.com for questions and business opportunities at v2 underscore podcast. Follow us on Twitter and follow me on Twitter at Lucas Dreider to stay up to date with all of my writing. Let us know what animal you think will gain sentience in the comments down below. Bye. Gotta end on a call to action. I don't know. <laughs>